good morning good afternoon good evening whatever time of day it is where you are today i'm going to be talking about a very interesting topic oh my name is chimi chimi okpala or hadasa and um this is the Christian Professionals Network. It's a platform where we basically raise and train ethical, excellent professionals who will thrive and rise in the workplace and um, by protecting kingdom interests and basically making God red carpet famous. Going there in the workplace, in your various industries, taking over so you can influence the systems, the policies, the processes, the place generally for God and also raise more Christian professionals. That's just the basic summary of this. And um, today I'm going to be talking about a topic I call the qualified imposter. How many of you have ever suffered or experienced or are experiencing, because I feel like it's a never-ending experience, the imposter syndrome, at least what they call the imposter syndrome, where you feel like um you don't deserve or you don't qualify for maybe a new role a new job a new promotion a new project a new position that you are asked to take or that you basically get and you know i find that very interesting now should i say hilarious you see the role (laughs) you see the opportunity and you apply for it because somewhere in your mind you believe that you can get it or at least you believe you deserve it and you go through the process you apply you put up put in all your documents do everything go through the interviews assessment the entire works and then you get the job god gives you favor you get it and you feel like no i don't deserve it (laughs) is that very familiar because honestly it's a very very familiar grounds also for me and at times we, we 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 think or we make it seem like it's us being humble oh but it's actually something called false humility i learned that a while back from my pastor and after i learned it it literally liberated me it's a form of pride that we call false humility you think you're actually being humble but not necessarily you are you think it's a subservient it's like in your mind you think it's humility but you're actually rejecting what was given to you like others were not seen before it was put in your own hands and like i said the part i find hilarious and i'm not exempt honestly from this particular podcast or feedback is that we go through the process you apply you put in all the work you go through the trouble you believe you pray i find scriptures at least for me i find scriptures that i go to war with i arm myself with scriptures and all that I believe, I expect that I'll get the job and then you get it suddenly Stephanie like you're not qualified. Well, at times it's not even you. Maybe people that ideally are supposed to be supporting you are sneering like why, why this person? Why on earth? You're not even, she's not even that good. He's not even that great. It's just okay. It's just vanilla. Are you sure this person will deliver? At times it's not you, at times it's other people. At times the worst is when it's a combination of both. You don't believe in yourself, the people don't believe in you. <laughs> it's a horrible place to be. But let's let's look at it from the Bible perspective. Honestly, this one, I'm going to try and keep it podcast short. When I say podcast short, podcast short, I try to keep our podcast. You know, we started out trying to make this 10-15 minutes, but now at times we push 20 minutes, we push 30 minutes. So 
let me see if i can keep this under 20 minutes i have so much to say on it um however i will just try and be very very succinct and um, god willing if we eventually have to take it on as a podcast monthly meeting and break it down for that great and if you are not following us on our um, clubhouse platform you should christian professionals network um, the room is under my name, Jimmy Opala, and we have replays of all the monthly meetings that we've had on Clubhouse. The last episode we had in October, first Saturday in October, so we meet the first Saturday of every month, was um, on, on Unlocking Conspiracy in the Workplace. It was amazing. I even enjoyed myself, and um, you, you should listen to it. It will totally, totally bless you. So let's get right into this. Um, and the focus of today's story, we're going to be talking about David. David, yes, the very popular David, the one, the the one from whom his lineage Jesus was birthed or was born or came. So, um, and the story is um, about the part where Samuel anointed David to become king. So, I'll just paraphrase and juxtapose as usual, CBN style. Um, starting from verse one, the Lord said to Samuel, "How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him?" As king over Israel, fill your horn and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. You must understand that there is nothing that you have that God did not give you. Take that away from verse 1. I literally highlighted that part. So I'm reading from the NIV, just in case you're reading long NIV version. It says, I have chosen one of his sons to be king. For any role, for any opportunity, for any promotion, any form of growth you get in the course of your work, regardless of how much labor and hard work and diligence you put in, which you should, taking that for granted, if you're on this platform, you know that we do we can't overemphasize the importance of being diligent, excellent, putting in extra 150%, 200%, not even 100%. That we take for granted. However, no matter how much work you put in, there is nothing that you get, especially as a Christian professional, that is not given to you by God. I want to say first given to you by God, actually given to you by God. Ecclesiastes, I believe, chapter 9, either verse 11, I hope I'm correct. It says, the message translation, it says, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. So it's never really, especially, I always address issues here from the christian professional's perspective because we are different there is absolutely nothing that you get not a new job not a new promotion not not an expansion of role not an increase that is not first vetted by god especially for you as a christian professional if you think it's just your labor is your hard work that scripture in ecclesiastes 9 i hope it answers you says the fastest runner doesn't always win the race Another translation says the race is not to the swift. That's the most popular one we know. So it's not really about just your hard work, especially for us as Christian professionals. So here, God says, told Samuel, go, I have chosen one of his sons to be king. God is the one that does the choosing. He's the one that gives the promoting. He's the one that basically does the elevation. Make your peace with that. So let's start with that. Let's establish that background. So anytime you're feeling like an impostor, or you feel like you don't deserve something that you got. Why we call it false humility, borderline pride, is you are rejecting something that God gave to you because if he didn't vet it or give it to you, you would not have gotten it. Imagine a parent that loves you so much. Imagine me now, I buy very expensive jewelry for my daughter 
And she says, no, I don't deserve it. Like she feels she has not earned enough stripes with me or done enough to justify her earning. And I'm looking at her like, why on earth will you think is about what you can do? How do you end sonship? How do you end daughterhood? It's about who you are to me. Of course, I don't expect you to be a lazy daughter, an irresponsible daughter, or, 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 or a disobedient or rebellious child. No. But it's first about who you are to me. So that's why I'm emphasizing this point. I hope that at the end of this podcast, you're at least cured to a large extent or liberated totally from the imposter syndrome. You know why I called it the qualified imposter at the end. I'm hoping to keep this under 20 minutes. So help me, God. Moving on to verse 2. But Samuel said, how can I go? If so, he will kill me and all of all that. Um, he said, God said, take a heifer I've come and, and say, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse. God literally gives Samuel the strategy on how to go about it. As in, God went through all this process just for David. So settle it again. There is nothing that you get in your workplace, in your industry, as a Christian professional that is not first given to you by God. Whatever other channel it came through, whether it's an organization or it's an offer letter or a new role, it's just the vehicle here on earth through which the approval came from heaven has been disbursed. Let's move on. So Samuel did what the Lord said, verse 4. And um, verse 5, by the time Samuel got to the house, Jesse was like, do you come in peace? Samuel said, yes, I come in peace. So I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourself. Come with me. He consecrated Jesse, that's um, David's father, when they arrived. So basically, okay, now start bringing your, out your sons. And now start bringing out your candidates. Okay, so we want to have a new HOD. Start bringing them out. And of course, human beings, politics is, did not start today. See it here. Even Jesse was playing politics with his children. They called you to bring out all your sons. <laughs> David was not just underrated. He didn't even qualify. I'm going to talk about this thing. You know, I, I probably have said it several times in probably our monthly meetings. He didn't even make it for Waka Pass. You know Waka Pass? Like, so if you're a Nigerian, you understand what Waka Pass means. So it's a slang. It's a pidgin um, slang, right? It's, it's basically a colloquial slang. Let me put it that way in Nigeria. Where, like you're saying that it's like the least qualified position in acting. They literally just tell you to walk through or they want to shoot a party scene. Just come hold a, a glass of drink or eat and be dancing you don't need to talk we don't need to you just need to be seen and not heard david was so underrated in this office that they didn't even qualify he wasn't even qualified for work because this is work pass now they said bring all your sons let them just be walking past walking past they don't have to say anything they probably like uh, what what do they have just let them do walking past it's god remember it's god that is doing this choosing right but human beings and politics so Every time you experience office politics, remember that it did not start with you. It did not start with our time. And it's likely not going to end with these times too. It's how we navigate it and thrive. Once God chooses you, you are chosen. And in the part of the excellence part, David was one of the best shepherds. With the way he was reading out his own resume when he was going to fight Goliath. If he didn't have that kind of track record, I don't think Saul would have had the little confidence he has. Because confidence, Saul did not really have confidence to release him to fight Goliath. But it was because of his track record, his, the, the undisputed results that he had delivered on the job, that Saul even decided to risk taking the chance to let him fight Goliath. So let's settle it. He was great, but he was underrated. Right? So let's continue. And um, basically... 
when Samuel saw earlier, Samuel thought, yeah, this is the Lord's anointed. This one looks qualified. He speaks well. He looks like a proper HOD to represent this organization. He can cover the region. He, he looks like it. He speaks it. He looks it. He dresses it. <laughs> and he says, God says, God, the Lord said to Samuel, don't consider this appearance or height, for I have rejected him. Remember what I said earlier, verse 1, is God that chooses. He says, the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. So at the last meeting, I kept saying that you must always remember that your first line line manager is God. That's who you are first accountable to before whoever human person that you are accountable to in the system. If you understand that and if you're always conscious of that, you will behave differently. And you would, there's a level of desperation you will not show. So let's continue. And then, basically, so he allowed everybody to go through. He allowed everybody to go through all his sons at least presumably all his sons and then in verse 11 all of them went through at least all the ones that were presented all the candidates that were presented for this assessment center went through and the prophet said no the hiring manager said nope 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 are these all the candidates we screened is this everybody that was screened for this role they now just said very perfunctorily like in a very dismissive way verse 11 so uh, someone asked jesse are these all the sons you have and i said they're still the youngest jesse answered he's tending to the sheep such a denigrating way so this case was a case of david was underrated he was seen as undeserving he was already treated they they had given him the tone of an imposter first of all doing for the screening he was not even invited for the assessment center because they had already written him off that there's no way you can get this job. His name was not put forward for the promotion in the office because he had already been basically undermined. And then, being it, being the fact that it's God that chooses and not man, the HOD now asked again, or the hiring manager now said, is this all the candidates that we got? Are these all the CVs? He said, no, there's one, one guy like that, one small girl like that, yeah? On CV, we just did not think, we didn't deem it necessary of it to put it forward because if you got he or she was not going to scale through. But guess what? Someone said, send for him, we will not see that until he arrives. Was undermined, underrated, but he now literally suddenly became the most important person in the room because it is God that chooses, not man. And he said, so he sent for him and brought him in. Bible says he was glowing with health and he had a fine appearance and some features. You remember the other ones that were recommended, at least that Jesse put forward quickly, that even Samuel thought, that is a candidate. They looked good too. They had handsome features. So basically baseline, everybody had put in the work for to make them even eligible for the fever that will not make them get it. Imagine if David had come in looking scruffy, scrawny, way more ugly than all his brothers. It would just justify the behavior that had been shown to him in terms of undermining him undermining him and deeming him undeserving of the role so he sent for him and brought him in he was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and the lord said rise and anoint him this is the one so i'm just going to wrap this up as quickly as possible it's not unusual or uncommon when people try to look down on you or your competency or your qualification or even your eligibility for a role a project or a task David was looked down on by his own immediate family. Can even be your friends, your colleagues in the office. Can even be your direct reports, eh? So this one now wants to move from HOD to group head. Or this one wants to move from um, banking officer to senior banking officer. From where to where? People have been here 10 years, 15 years. When did you come? 
like all of us were running a rat race the fastest runner does not always win the race what applies to the secular world standards is not my own terms and conditions because i know who my first line line manager is that's why i'm a christian professional so at times it can even be your own clan your clique your friends your line manager, your supposed mentor, your sponsor. It can't, it might shock you that it's even the people that I did it should be advocating for you because here it was David's family that was an undermining him. Doesn't that sound funny? Wouldn't you think that a father would want any of his children to be king? But it was kind of politicking and pushing for the favored ones to be king. So at times it's even your clan, your closest people, colleagues, companions, friends, or even family that undermine you at times. People that should be rooting for you at times can undermine you. It's not unusual. Make your peace with it. Don't waste your emotions feeling horrible. Or should I say dwelling on the horrible feeling because it does feel horrible. I'm not going to deny that. I have felt undermined by people before, even recent times. But of course, I know better. Anyhow I feel, especially when it comes to work, I go straight to the Word of God. That's my litmus paper any day. Tells me whether it's acid, neutral, or basic. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) So, even though the video was undermined, he didn't stop being his professional self, his excellent professional self. Like I said in verse 12, he said he had, he came in, he had a fine appearance, he was glowing with health, he had handsome features. So, he still gave his best, he always brought his best foot forward, even though he was being undermined. And guess what? You must always be your authentic self and never let anyone look down on you. Especially if and when it doesn't, when it doesn't matter to God. It is God that chooses. So for every time you feel like you don't deserve something that you have gotten, remember that it's God literally that looked beyond the innumerable qualified people that he could have given it to and he chose you. So feeling and acting like you don't deserve it is basically saying, God, you don't know what you did. You make the wrong, you made the wrong choice. Like we deserve anything really. The salvation that is going to take us to heaven. What did we do? Eh? Are we not really originally children of Adam? Disobedient somebody. Don't eat the fruit. Don't eat the fruit. He carried it, he put it in his mouth. That's the original descendant. Too. So if we look at it, there's really nothing as a Christian that you get that you are truly deserving of. Starting with the grace that saved you. What did you do to end Jesus' death on the cross? Nothing. But you know what God's expectation of us? Embrace it. Receive that's why it's called grace. So grace any day, right? should literally cancel out whatever imposter syndrome that you're feeling. And I'm saying this, I'm taking it for granted because you should not be feeling it towards yourself. If it's other people that are undermining you and seeing you as an imposter, you should always be your authentic and professional self. Like David was. He was not even called for it. He was basically grudgingly invited after it was clear that this is God's preferred candidate. After they had played all the politics and it did not work. He didn't come there with shoulders sunken, grudging, angry so this was happening nobody invited me i'm not a, I'm not a member of this house no 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 no. we don't do all that you keep it professional keep it authentic stay excellent what's the response to imposter syndrome i'm going to close with this and the day the holy spirit taught me this and liberated me because honestly a part of me was feeling it recently for those of you that know i transitioned and moved roles to a much bigger role bigger organization broader scope global scope and a part of me like so you know when you're resuming new job you're excited and nervous and like, hey are you sure and now the stakes are higher because you all are watching me and listening to me so really i have to set the example and the holy spirit reminded me of something he told me a while back maybe earlier this year or last year the response to the imposter syndrome literally i say this thing as a confession also to myself that first of all yes truly i'm an imposter 
because one it is god's love that encompasses me not my merit not my works there's absolutely nothing i could ever do to earn it bible says our righteousness is like filthy rags like the best version of you as a human being cannot even qualify to stand before god make your peace with that so yes all of us are imposters but we are qualified imposters qualified by grace so the day the devil comes or one small demon wants to sit on your shoulder and tell you you're an imposter <laughs> i'm not arguing with you i am an imposter just a qualified one because there's really nothing that i have starting with my salvation that i deserve can your children ever deserve at least for good parents to so not wicked ones for good parents can your children ever deserve the investments that you make in their life what did they do they were just born that's all they didn't have to did they have to work hard or pray or or slave away to end going to school end their school fees and you always want the best for them like i said as a good parent i believe school best of the best and guess what children understand parenthood that's why bible says if you want to come to god you come as a child they understand rights my son can finish messing up this whole place now and come and ask for the most expensive thing because it's not about what I did. I know you're angry with me. I know this idea is not good. Why are you training me and disciplining me? Shall I give me what I deserve because I have rights. I'm a son in this house. And guess what? He gets it fully. That's the attitude you must have. I don't, I don't know anything to deserve it. So yes, I am an imposter. I'm just a qualified one as a Christian. So the response, one, is God's love. That's what encompasses me. That's my entry point. That's my access code. God's love. It's in three ways. And it has to do with the relationship with the Trinity. So the first, my first response that the Holy Spirit gave me is God's love. You must always remember that your first qualifier, your access code, what even gives you access and entry to whatever it is that you enjoy in God as a Christian professional in your workplace and every area of your life, specifically for this podcast, your professional life, is God's love. God's love encompasses me. That's my access point. And guess what? My qualifier... My greatest CV is the grace of Jesus. I did absolutely nothing to deserve it. So yes, by all means, I'm an imposter. I'm just an imposter qualified by grace. The grace of Jesus qualifies me. It's the grace of Jesus that justifies me. It's the grace of Jesus that glorifies me. Not necessarily my CV, not necessarily my skills, which, by the way, I'm very excellent at because I have the help of the Holy Spirit. That is what distinguishes me. So yes... You might think I don't deserve it, but I know I do because first of all, my access and entry point is God's love. My qualifier to make sure that I'm there, I'm sustained and I grow is the grace of Jesus. And guess what will make me stand out? What will make me exceptional? What will make me 10 times better like Daniel was? What will make me brim with spirit and intelligence? What will make me outclass others? The help of the Holy Spirit. Like my pastor, Pastor Mildred King Tukunko, see my personal Jesus, as in my own, my own personal, my professional help conversant with any industry I choose to embark on as a professional, as a Christian professional. He's his help that will distinguish me. That's what makes me excellent. That's what will make me 10 times better. So yes, truly I am an imposter. I'm just one qualified by God's love, grace of Jesus, and the help of the Holy Spirit. So I hope this cures you today. And if someone ever tries to undermine you, remember that it's not unusual. You are not the first. David's own family, his clan, undermined him. So, I mean... Will you be? <laughs> I guess we try to keep it under 20 minutes. So 23 minutes. I hope this blessed you. Look out for podcast of next week. If you have any questions, please feel free to drop me a message. We are trying to set up, we'll be setting up our social media platforms very soon. I know right now we're still just on Clubhouse and um here on podcast. So but you can drop me a message, you can reach out to me on Clubhouse. 
Um, and we also have um, cprofessionalsnetwork at gmail.com. That's our email address, cprofessionalsnetwork at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on these three platforms. By God's grace, very soon we're going to be expanding to other social media platforms. But um, I hope this blessed you. Feel free to catch up on all the other podcast messages. Feel free to refer this to someone that needs it. Feel free also to catch up with our monthly meet- meeting replays on Clubhouse. God bless you and go out there and be a qualified imposter because God's love encompasses you. That's your access and entry point. The grace of Jesus is your qualifier and the help of the Holy Spirit is what makes you outstanding. So yes, we all are qualified imposters. God bless you. Speak again next week. Bye.